Lord. Psalm 102 verse 13 says, You will arise and have mercy on Zion. You will arise and have mercy on Ghana. You will arise and have mercy on Africa. You will arise and have mercy and mention your name on you. For the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. The time to favor you. The set time, the time that he has set to favor you is now. For me, my desire is God. His favor, his grace will find you wherever you are. The grace of God have eyes. It will look through billions of people and to come and pick you up. The grace of God have eyes. You will see thousands of people and millions of people and go through everywhere. Go and meet a little girl who nobody knows called Mary and picked her up. Mary didn't call God. God sent an angel specifically to her. He said, angel, this is the place you must go. There was a set time for her. And when the angel appeared, do you know the greeting she gave? He said, what? Oh, the... Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found what? Favor with God. You have found what? Favor with God. Anytime you find favor with God, God looks for you wherever you are. It's not even you who will be looking for him. He will look for you, find you, pick you up, and bless you. This kind of life and life we live, I believe that we really need the favor of God. And I'm telling you, this is your set time. There is a time set for you. And this is the set time. Say, prophet, why at this period you are seeing I'm favored when things are hard? Let me tell you, the time you need favor is when things are hard. When things are good, you don't need something like favor. <laughs> when you are satisfied, you don't need food. Exodus 33, let me read from verse 12. Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me, lead these people. But you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name. And you have found favor with me. So the reason why Moses walked with God is because he found favor with God. He said, God told him, Moses, it's not because you are eloquent. It's not because you are good. It's not because of anything. But I have found, you have found favor with me. Anytime a man finds favor, there's no way you become little. You will have to increase whether Satan like it or not. So Moses, in his frustrated years, frustrated for 40 years, had met the favor of God. And God said, Moses, look, you've done all that you could in Egypt. You've learned all that you could. 
and now you've come to desert, you've suffered and suffered enough. Now my favor is coming upon you. Now come out, I'm going to give you, I'm going to lift you, I'm going to exalt you, I'm going to make you great, I'm going to make you a god of Pharaoh. The Pharaoh you were serving, you were afraid of, you're going to be a god to him. So God delivered them on their way. Moses wanted to know God's glory. He said, God, I've been telling me, leave these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you. If you read the book of Psalms, the Bible said, but Moses knows the ways of the Lord. And Israel knows his works. Most people come to church, receive God because they want to see his works, not his ways. Forgetting that walking on the path of the ways of God brings his works to you. How do you receive favor from God? By knowing him. It's so that I may know him as I know your way and as I walk in your way, as I get to know you well, favor is going to follow me. The favor will continue to be with me. God have not made you or saved you to just for a second or a minute or a year, but God wants his favor to follow you throughout your life. But the way for you to have the favor of God with you is this the secret is that so that I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Knowing God brings automatic favor. That is why when you are saved, you receive favor. You cannot be saved without God revealing himself to you. The word was preached to you. And when you got the word, you got to know God and received him as your Lord and personal savior. His grace then came upon your life. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways. I love it. This is my prayer, oh God. Teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. Remember that this church is your church. If you become the church of a man, then that church is in trouble. If you become the church of Christ, then what Jesus said, that the gate of hell shall not prevail against it, will be applied to this church. So this is not Prophet Anos church. Neither is it Mesa Otabel's church. Because none of us poured our blood for any one of you. When you were accepting Jesus Christ, you didn't mention my name. I didn't come into your heart. It is Christ you accepted. It is Christ your heart in him. It is Christ you build your faith upon. And as we gather together, the common factor that binds us together is Christ. When we know this, we are not afraid. When you know this, there's no trace there's no poaching of people's congregation to your congregation. Just stealing from Jesus' ship to another fold. Those that belong to this place, it is his church. He will bring them. I will do my part as a pastor, and you will do your part 
as a Christian. And it is God who brings the increase. I hope you're getting me. But let me continue. The Lord replied, my presence will go what? With you. I love this. And I will give you what? Rest. God's presence will always give rest. Anytime God is around, you stop getting worried. In every situation, what you should desire is God's presence in it. Whenever everybody is afraid, just relax because God is with you. In the midst of a storm, what we need is God with us. Christ in our boat. That is what I call rest. It doesn't mean that there's no storm around. But when God is with you, you know you are not a victim to that storm. You know this storm has no power over my life. You know this storm is not going to end my life because the one that is with me is the master of life. He holds life. He has power. He can do everything. We may see many things going around us, but don't be afraid. We want God to be around us. And that was the desire of Moses. He said, God, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. See, the only thing that to give me confidence that I can win the battle is when you go with us. Every step we take, oh God, go with us. When I leave the house and I'm going to my office, God, go with me. When I leave the office and I'm coming to the house, Lord, go with me. When I'm in the car, Lord, be with me. Lord, when I'm even bathing, still, be with me. So that when the devil push me to slip and fall, the angels will take hold of me. In every circumstance, my prayer and my cry is God, your presence should go with me. Anytime I am sure that God is with me, I am going to do something. I'm not afraid. That is what I call rest. You cannot have rest in this troublesome world because they keep on coming, changing forms in different kinds. One wave comes, another wave goes. It goes, another wave comes, isn't it? If we, you don't even know, cry. Look at the virus. When it came, they think it will just move away. Then anytime the thing looks like it's going, another wave starts. It changes another form. It says it's going, another form comes. And with different names. But in the midst of that, what we need is God. God should be this constant thing in our life. The presence of God should be constant. For the world to know God is pleased with you. His presence must be with you. Once he's with you, the world will see that God has favored you. So God, your presence with me will make the world eyes see that this one is a peculiar person. That this is not the ordinary people. 
these are people set apart for a certain way. He said, Lord, go with me. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? What sets us apart is not our money. What sets us apart is not because you are a millionaire. Because we have millionaires, people who don't serve God, who sometimes we say, That is not it. You don't use money to measure life on earth here. If you could measure life, when you are dying, money should be able to save you. The Bible said, if what we are only struggling is for about things on this earth, then we are the most miserable people on earth here. If only for this life, we have hope in Christ, we are all of people most, what? Look, we have Christ here. The most important thing is the favor of God upon your life. The most important thing is God to be with you. Sometimes people say, oh, some countries don't serve God, but they are rich. That is the principle people work. God has said certain principles. You can work the principle, I to work for you. But life is different. You don't need to serve God to give birth to 12 children. These are natural things that sometimes happen. But beyond the natural things, there is what I call life eternal. God looked at eternity in people. How can they be different? The difference between the believer and the unbeliever is that God is with him. When the believer has God with him and he goes to work, nothing happens. He doesn't have food. He's still happy inside. There is some kind of joy in him. The joy that God is able to turn things around. He will set you apart. You remember the Hebrew boys? They were set apart. Why? Because God was with them. They went to the same school with the same people there, the same teacher, the same lecturers, the same magicians, taught all of them. But they had answers which the rest didn't have. When the problem came, their teachers even couldn't give answers, but they gave answers. They were taken, bound, put into fire. That was not the first time people were burned. People were put in the fire and they got bent, several of them. This one, God was with them. They bound them with their dresses nicely, threw them into the fire, and God set them apart. Those who put them into the fire died. Those who tried to destroy you, when God is with you, they themselves will be destroyed. Those who dig your grave will be buried in the grave. And what set them apart was the fourth man. The king looked and said, I see four men loose, but I bound three men. He answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. They are set apart because God was with them. The fourth man was with them. You cannot when there's a fourth man with you, when there's God on your side. Most of you are saying, who will go with us? Who, what is the fourth man that's going to go with us? 
that when we go through fire, instead of fire harming us, we'll be having some jam, jam inside the fire. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this that you have spoken, for you have found favor or grace in my sight, and I know you by. By what? Say, God knows me by name. He knows you by name. Some of you have changed your names for a passport, but God knows your real name. I remember I was ministering, I wasn't in London, and I mentioned some name, somebody's name. I think it's from Gambia or Kenya, someplace, or Ethiopia. They mentioned the name, the person didn't know whether to come forward or not. Then I added his real date of birth. He knew he was the one. Uh, later, he, he, he came. He was afraid I was going to say something, sir. But I, I'm very wise. A wise prophet. So Moses said, show me your glory. I said, in my glory, this is what is in it. My goodness. God's glory cannot come upon you and goodness will not come upon you. That's what I said goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of my life. He said, my goodness, I love it. I will make all my goodness pass before you and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. That is God. It is a sovereign right to have mercy on whom, to have compassion on whom he wants to have compassion on. That is why I'm always very careful. So I was asking God, I said, God, this prophet, couldn't you have killed the prophet when they asked him to go and kiss Israel? We call him false prophet, isn't it? You know, he didn't prophesy falsely. When he was going to prophesy wrongly, God said, go and say this. And he said exactly what a prophet will prophesy. God used him. The one he has blessed, have blessed. And he did exactly what he spoke exactly, and the king said, I asked you to go and curse the people, but you rather went and bless him. Now go and stand here. You may see their back and do this. And now, we who call him false prophet, we, we quote him. There's no enchantment against, uh, we quote the false prophet's words when we are praying. It was not his word. It was the word of God. That was the vessel God had at that time to use. I said, I know this and the guy was going, and you know, there was one time he was sitting on, a, uh, on his donkey. God opened the eyes of uh, the donkey. He saw the angel standing with her. And this prophet, sometimes, when you are possessed with money, all your mind is possessed with certain things. You don't care what happens. He whip, 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 whip. The thing will go and pass here. Whip, whip. You want him to go. And the angel of the Lord said to him, why have you struck your donkey this three times? Not once, so, not twice, so, three times. Moses and God gave you a chance, first time, second time, three times. That the, the prophet's eyes was closed. His donkey could see. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam. And Balaam's anger was aroused. And he struck the donkey with his staff. Like some of you, your car says it won't go. Brand new car. <laughs> the car says it won't move. 
You are angry. Sometimes we get frustrated, but it's God who is frustrating us. You don't know what is standing in front of you, but because you have made up your mind, this is the man I want to marry. This man, dear, I must marry him. You don't know you are entering into danger zone. God frustrates you. Frustrates you. He said, Oba, Ochin, Mutai, I'm not The same way to the mantle. He started hitting him, fighting it. Then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey and she said to Balaam, Now a donkey is prophesying to a prophet. Monies can close the eye of a prophet. Favors can close the eyes of prophets. Influence can close the eyes of the prophet. Sometimes in your desire to be among some kind of people, you put away your spiritual eyes and you become blind. It is donkeys that will see and prophesy to you. A prophet is supposed to see. Everybody believes in that prophet. Now he's blinded by the desire of this world. He desired to make it in life. So, he hit it. Hit the donkey. Then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey. And she said to Balaam, what have I done to you? That you have struck me these three times. Can you imagine? Your car is not sparking and you want to force it to move. And the guy said, hey. <laughs> what have I done to you? You've been sitting in me all the time to office back and forth. Today, have, I, have you ever seen me treating you like that before? If I can't speak to you like that, you will die before your time. <laughs> but this prophet is so bold. He didn't. And Balaam said the donkey, because you have abused me, he has a boldness to converse with him. The prophet is saying that the donkey has what? <laughs> who abused who? Who was hitting who? Uh, sometimes the abusers think that they are the ones that have been abused. <laughs> because everybody thinks that if you don't go on my way, you're abusing me. Say, you have abused me. And this is, is very easy. Emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse, all kind of abuse. Husband abuse, wife abuse, and sometimes pastor abuse. It's abuse. <laughs> so, he said, you have abused me. And Balaam said to the donkey, because you have abused me. Hey! You holding a stick, sitting on me, hitting me, who's supposed to complain about abuse? Answer me, church. But when your mind is fixed on the profit you're going to get, anything that hinders you looks like it's an abuse. Even if you're going to do something wrong and the pastor tells you it's wrong, you think he's abused me. Some people get angry. I saw Remy Gobium for your information. You don't go to a church for a pastor. 
Sometimes people who want to help you, you think they want to destroy you. This world, what people don't like is people who will tell them the truth. People don't like people who can tell them what will help them. Some of you, you wish you have power to kill somebody. Because somebody is stopping you from getting to a certain goal. Sometimes you think some people are standing on my way. So whatever power I have, I should use it against that person. All power belongs to God. Sometimes the person is saving you. is helping you. It's your helper, destiny helper. What he's seeing, you're not seeing it. Sometimes you can be, be blinded by your vision so much that your desire to get a certain place so much that you don't care about anything. You don't care about your own destruction. But God also put people there to check you and help you. Husband, when your wife speaks to you, don't be angry. Anything you become too touchy on, it means that the problem is there. I mean, you're possessed in certain things in that area. I mean, God wants to break those things. Fathers, when your children suggest something to you, don't think they don't respect. Children, don't let modernity blind your eyes and your mind. When you're going into fire, your parents are speaking to you. It may stop you from enjoying certain things you think they are enjoyable, but it is for the good of your future. So the donkey said to Balaam, am I not your donkey on which you have ridden? So the donkey understands that he belongs to Balaam. I'm your worker. You've called me to work. But it's not everything you can instruct me to do for me to do. I am not going to do something for you because it will land you into trouble. I am not going to sign certain things for you because it will land you into trouble. I'm not going to divert money to a certain area because it will land you into trouble. And you'll be hated because of that. Sometimes, people want other people. No, no, Charlie, yes, 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 yes. You want to take shortcuts. Cheat the nation. Take money here. Do it here. Pass it here. And he knows destined. Look, anything you move, there will be a hole there. And one day they'll find a hole. He said, look, if you move this and they will know something has been moved. So let it be there. He said, Kai, I fire you. Fire! You have power to fire. Everybody has some power. Control over something. But sometimes you want to take full control. You don't care about anything. Please, don't be like Balaam. The donkey loved his master. The fact that she wasn't moving in that direction doesn't mean that he doesn't love the master. He loved him. That is why he's lying down. So the donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey on which you have ridden? Since, ever since I became yours. To this day, was I ever disposed to do this to you? And he said, no. He said, look, have I ever done this before? Have I resisted you before? Have I fought? Is that my nature? So can't you ask that, ah, this guy is not like this. Why is that today alone he's, not, he's behaving like this? He said, since I have not behaved like that. So if you see someone in a certain way, and that's not the way the person behaves, and there's a change in the behavior, you should find a way of finding out and helping the person. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes. 
if God hadn't opened his eyes, he would still insist that certain things they can hold your mind because you are so possessed with those things, you feel like nothing can stop you until your eyes get open. The eye of your understanding be enlightened. And he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand and he bowed his head and fell flat on his face. This angel had been standing there a long time. But because he didn't see it, he think he must go. Look, there are things standing in front. Sometimes you might not have the opportunity for your eyes to be open to see them. But there are signs around you that can keep you from entering into trouble. So, and the angel of the Lord said to him, why have you struck your donkey this three times? So the angel was watching. Behold, I have come out to stand against you because your way is what? Perverse before me. Money is good. But the love of it above God is bad. And the donkey saw me and turned aside from me this three times. If she had not turned aside from me, surely I would have killed you by now and let her live. So it is not because of the life of the donkey. The donkey wanted to save the life of his master. But the master misunderstood what the donkey was going through. Sometimes we don't understand one another and we misinterpret actions. And what is meant for our good we think it is for our evil. I pray that God will open our eyes. God is good. He will protect you. He will hold you. Even when you don't see, he has a way of keeping you from trouble. Some of us are too worried. As I'm going, don't worry. What you don't see, God sees it. Even if you can't see it, and they dig a hole in the middle of the road to your village. God will make your car stop. You can cry and cry, the car will move. You will never fall inside. God favor, God is with you. He will never permit the evil to happen to you. If you follow him and walk with him. Some of us are afraid that something might happen to my children. Don't be afraid. God knows how to protect them. He knows how to keep them. He knows how to use donkeys even to save a prophet's life. A stubborn prophet. Brethren, Moses said, how will the world know? The world will know it. That when God is with you, when something happens, they see you standing out. When God is with you, the things that happen to people to destroy them, they happen to you to promote you. When God is with you, what everybody is afraid of, you will go there and succeed. If God is with you, others can choose the better land, like Lot. And you will choose the land that seems to be not better. It will be a land which everybody will be seeking for in future. When God is with you, every place should go. Do you know that Lord, when he went, you know what he, all that he achieved, he lost them. 
What looked promising to him? Greed filled his heart. He thinks that I must get the best. My uncle shouldn't get anything. He looked at things with his natural eyes. And he chose it with the natural eyes. Whatever the natural eyes chooses might not be what God. Everything, let's pray and ask God. Let God help us to make our choices. Not based on selfishness, but based on love. Every decision taken out of selfishness, you may lose all. It was a selfish decision Lord took. At least, let us divide it and let uncle take some good part and let him take some good part. You want to take the most watered area. But God was with Abraham. What is very important is God to be with you. When God is with you, rocky place can turn to fertile land. He is the one who can turn the desert place to a forest. He is the one that can make great things happen in the midst of nothing. So don't worry. You may start from nowhere, but the glory of God will follow all of us. God bless you. Have come with